Hello everyone, this is Angela Maria with Talk It Up and I'm coming to you again with a podcast and this is another special podcast that involves a city council member who is uh, running for re-election. His name is Richard Brooks and I'm sitting with him right now and we're just going to uh, go over some questions so that we can have the people of Washington, North Carolina uh, know his stances and know what he's compassionate about and what his concerns are around Washington, North Carolina, and also to give you an insight into who he is. So right now I'm going to have um, Mr. Brooks introduce himself and just tell us a little bit um, about him, you know, I mean, his kids, his wife, and um, what he loves most about Washington so far. So, Mr. Brooks. Hello, my name is Councilman Richard Brooks. Um, I'm married, I got one wife that's Mary Brooks. I got two children and one grandchild. Um, My son is Richard Lee Brooks. And my daughter is Flora Mae Brooks, and my granddaughter is Keisha Marie uh, um, Brooks. Uh, I'm currently running for city council for Washington, North Carolina. Uh, I enjoy what I do. Um, And my dad always told me, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you need to get out of the kitchen. And I thoroughly enjoy it. you know, there are people that need help, and when when the Lord blessed me to ride with four peoples in the carpool, three of them died, and I'm still here. Oh, wow. Um, and I thank the Lord that he kept me here, but he must got something for me to do. And I think the city council is where he ha- will have me to be, to help people. And are you a um, a born native of Washington? Been here all your life? I've been here all my life. Um, okay. I finished school here, graduated in 1958. Um, I worked for the city for about a year. I worked for the state for about a year. I went to work for National Spinning for about a year. And then I went to DuPont. Someone recommended me to go to DuPont. And I went there and stayed there until I retired. I become the personnel core team leader for the plant, for my shift, and for the area. Uh, I enjoy what I was doing, and and again, I said, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, then you need to leave it alone. How long um, have you been sitting on the board for city council? I've been sitting 17 years. Um, oh, wow. And I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, when people come up and, and tell me to run again, I said, you know, I must be doing something right for them to come up and tell me to run again. And and I appreciate them telling me, and I also appreciate them telling my thoughts and telling me what my needs are, what I need to do, how I need to do it. Because we can only learn through people, because we can't see what we're doing on the outside. People can tell us, how we look, what we're doing, how we say it, how we should say it. And and if we don't learn from that, then we can't keep up with time. Now, I was able to um, hear the forum the other night that was held at BCC. 
And one of the reasons why I decided that I definitely wanted to uh, go out in here is this is really my first year to really magnify and get to the understanding of what city council members actually take care of because I didn't know it was separate from, you know, just the Board of Education. You, what things around Washington that involves the help of city council members? Give me at least two or three okay, examples. We, at the first of the year, starting in January, we're supposed to get uh, each leader or each supervisor supposed to come up with a list of what they need to run their department. And it's supposed to bring it to the city council. And we'll make a decision of where they can get that amount of money, do they need to cut it, or do they need, that, do they need more money. Also, we are uh, council people to help the city manager, but the city manager run the city, but we only tell the city manager and his secretary we can fire and hire either one of those. Okay. <clears throat> when you say city manager, when you say businesses, and when you say list, you mean things in Washington like the things that I was hearing um, the uh, candidates talk about last night, such as waterfront, such as housing, such as electric, like name at least three things that okay. you mean such by... As, such as your plumbing, your street paving, such as your electric. So it's picking up your trash, such as uh, electric. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have any problems in that area, then the city have money to take care of some of the things that either tow up or we don't have and we need to get, such as equipment, such as trucks, tractors, mowers. But these aren't personal items, are they? These are the things that they use to keep our city going. Okay, 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 I understand that now. Um, since day one of running and now 17 years later, uh, is it the same zeal, fire? Do you feel more determined now than you did then? I feel that I feel just as determined as I was when I first started because if you ever slack up and think that everything is going fine, that's when things go wrong. Mm -hmm. You got to keep an eye on things. Keep up to date. You had to read your work when the city manager sent it to you. And, and if you need an answer, you're supposed to get him an answer. Now, I've been back in Washington maybe six years now. Uh, I didn't know you. <laughs> uh, I would hear the name Richard Brooks, but then I'd think you'd, I don't know if it was your brother or your cousin, so I'd get the two mixed up. And then once I realized that you, oh, Richard Brooks, the city councilman, I know I don't know anything about you. Mm -hmm. So if I am a citizen of Washington that's out here going to the polls for the ballot and they don't know who you are, um, once I begin to hear some of the things that you've been involved with, I was like, oh, really? Oh, okay, he was a part. So it helps to make those type of decisions when you go into the polls. So now that we have listeners, tell some of the people about who you are that might not know you. What are maybe two, three things that you worked on to make sure that's been established in our town? Okay, first thing is that uh, 
um, the bus station when I took it over, um, uh, the people wasn't treated right, and I was on the council at that time. I was asked to take over the bus station, so I took it and been handed it ever since. Um, I work with the um, uh, 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 social service with aging. I work with um, um, uh, Salvation Army. Uh, I'm a trustee at the Church of, of United Christ Disciple. Um, I do whatever needs to be done at the time. I'm a mechanic. I'm a carpenter. Uh, mow grass. Uh, put down cement. I do whatever necessary to be done. And I help neighbors out that when their children is not around, me and my wife, we help them out and help them to get what they need until the children get back. Okay. Uh, you mentioned working with social services with the elderly. Um, can you elaborate a little bit on some examples of how your wisdom, your trade, your skill, and being a part on the city council has uh, made a difference in some of the elderly's lives? We worked on get, sometimes we get low on money. Um, and I had to go to the county commission at one time and ask for some money to help give those um, senior citizens um, a plate of them that they carry out to them. Um, sometimes it is that sort of like Meals on Wheels? Meals on Wheels, that's what it is. Okay, okay. And sometimes you have to be able to communicate with people to get something done. Mm -hmm. And I think I got a pretty good uh, dose of that, I call it, I'm trying to get along. You can't be all me, it had to be us together. Right. So one thing that you bring to the table as a city council member is that you like to make sure that you're connected with organizations that can help look out for senior citizens and elderly, that they're treated fair, that they get things that they need. That's right. And lacking like food. What about in heating and in air conditioning? That's right. They got a program going on for that. You have to apply for that each mm -hmm. year. And if you apply for it, you get some help. Okay. But sometimes you go out of your way just to go and check on somebody that might have something. Well, some people I know that their children uh, is out of town or their children is working. Uh -huh. uh, and we go check on my wife and I. Um, we, we have been blessed all our life. We don't have a lot of doctor bills like some people. Mm -hmm. Go to the doctor for everything, have a medicine cabinet full of medicine. We don't have that. So we try to look out for the ones that have those problems mm -hmm. and try to um, fix their needs the best we know how. Okay. Um, another question as far as different things that uh, you're working with the council to help get done, um, mention something about the police station. I, I was really floored when I learned uh, maybe a year or two ago that it wasn't a, a building building here. What happened with that? Well, the building flooded twice. Uh, and the first time it flooded, we didn't do anything. We just thought we'd clean up and go back in there. But it flooded this last time we moved out. So we had people to look around town to see where could we could put a police station. Where it's going now on the corner of Third and I mean Bridge and Second, Bridge Second and Third, which is going to be built on the Second Street side. Uh, I fell in love with that site. 
Uh, I don't know why. I guess the Lord just 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 telling me what to do. I never venture out from that. We had four or five sites, and I never really venture out for it. Uh, my thing was that from any parts of town, you come down 15th Street, you can get to the police station. Uh, anywhere else, you have to go through a lot of water. And if a policeman come, leave his house to come to the police station, he don't need to leave home better than water and then go to the police station and bail more water. Mm -hmm. He need to be able to protect the public mm -hmm. for us, be there for us. So the locations that, the location has currently been picked out and yes. selected? Yes, it is. We are cleaning up mm -hmm. and we're supposed to uh, be looking at the plans and getting ready to do something in the next year to two years. I, I believe it's going to be two years when it's finished. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, I, I, I come with questions um, from the perspective of being a citizen that didn't know anything about you. Mm -hmm. But as I learn things, um, I'm amazed, mm -hmm. for one. If you didn't know as someone living in Washington the things that you're involved in, then it's just, you know, it's a wow moment because you've had your hands in a lot of things that have gone on that we just aren't aware about it, aware of it. Now, you could be retired on a boat fishing. Why aren't you doing that <laughs> instead of being here, you know, for the concern and getting things done for the community? Why that choice? Well, for one thing, is I was on the board with Jess when I got talked to uh, about, uh, let me back up. Where I built my house, they were planning on putting a junkyard next to my house. Mm -hmm. I spoke against it. I was the only one that spoke against it at the time and didn't get the junkyard there. Got it, got whatever they moved. Mm -hmm. The inspector, Buddy Cutler, told me I'd be a good man for the board of adjustment. Mm -hmm. I went and got on the board with Jessamine. I got fed up, I got tired of it. I said, look, I'm, I'm quitting mm -hmm. because of that or this and that or that. I was really disgusted. And he, and I gave my paper, so I was going to quit. Mm -hmm. I gave my paper to him, he, he told up and told me to come back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to lose that. <laughs> he, told me, he said, come back tonight. He said, what? He said, yeah, I'm going to tell you this before you leave. He said, your job is to do what's right for the citizen. Mm -hmm. Not right for one or two, but for the citizen. As long as you do what you feel is right, he said, then that's all I can ask. And I know you can do what's right. So come on back tonight and get on the board. And so as I worked on the board and just before I retired, somebody else, um, I believe it was Lewis Teller, come to me and say, have you ever thought about running for city council? I said, no, all I've thought about now is staying home and drawing my check. <laughs> and he said, you need to get on the city council. We don't need to lose you now, you need to get on the city council. So I've been on the city council ever since, and I have enjoyed it. It's not, I, I thought it was gonna be a boring job, but like Mr. Randolph told me, the job is what you make it. And Mr. Lewis Randolph, and, and I, enjoy. Do you care the people in your heart? I do because you know some people can't on a job you can't tell the boss man what you like and don't like. 
So I have a listening ear to find out what kind of problem did you that you have, so that we can get it right and out. And, and, uh, and we're working on something right now. The whole council is to try to iron out some problems. If if you can't be better than what you was yesterday, then what you doing? Mm -hmm. My thing is, I'm gonna do today better than I did yesterday because it's always a learning experience. And what I did yesterday, I have learned something from it. So today I have to do better. Have there been times that you've stood your ground on a decision that the council had to make and you felt that that was the right decision that you, you were thinking of the people and not just of the process? Yes, I lost, I lost my um, seat on the council twice on account of that. Uh, I feel like that um, um, we wasn't supposed to make a decision on finding a man, and I feel like that we weren't supposed to um, mess with the electrical part of the city and then turn around and raise it up two months later because people's already set up to do one thing and then you put another pan in the pot like for bird. them to handle. You know, if a man making $10,000 or $15,000 a year and you add another $20 to his bills, it's hard for him. I know because I've been there. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like it was right. So what I'm drawing, and like I said at the beginning, mm -hmm. I don't know you. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you. Mm -hmm. But since this election, I am learning things and hearing you talk mm -hmm. and hearing you talk the other night. I can hear I'm for my people. That's right. That's right. I can hear I've been here. I, I I know what it's like if something's raised too high and you can't afford it. Mm -hmm. And you're there to step up and to help try to make changes that's fairness for the elderly, for the young, mm -hmm. and just for everyone. And right. so you want to keep that seat. Right so that you can be there to help make these types of changes. That's Is that right. correct? That's right. I, uh, I work, I, I work on a job when I was making less than $50 a week. I couldn't feed a family of four on that. I had to work nights at a service station from eight to eight the next morning, or knock off at seven the next morning, go to work on my next job at eight o'clock and work at four o'clock in the evening. And then get right back and go to that. Well, Four. Of, I worked through my lunch hour so I could get off at four, instead of get off at five, and then go to the station work at night, eight o'clock. Now you mentioned you lost your seat twice. Right. Was it a devastating thing, or were you like, really? Did I do? Did it make you second guess, or you still felt what you did was the right way, and you're trying to learn as far as uh, why did I lose this? Or kind of fill me in on that. When you lost felt, those, yeah. I felt like I made the right decision uh -huh. and that I felt good about it. Mm -hmm. um, I was told by Miss, uh, by Miss Roland, Roland, um, family Roland, she said that when you feel good in your heart about something, don't look back. Mm -hmm. So keep going. Mm -hmm. Has anything made you cry dealing with an issue that was on the board um, and fighting for the people? Or it was just overwhelmingly, 
you, you were compassionate about whether it was success of something accomplished or um, a discouragement and something that wasn't able to be followed through. Well, I was, well, I, was, I put it, I was uh, disappointed that on something that we looked at that it wasn't totally for the papers. It was something for a dollar, to my opinion. Not necessary for the peoples, mm -hmm. and when you put a dollar before the peoples, then you are leaving them out because they are the one who makes the town. The dollar don't make it, but the people make it. Mm -hmm. From the man that sweep the street, clean the bathroom, to the man that's the CEO. Without that man clean up the office, the man that be the CEO, he can't get it done. Okay, you're right. Um, <clears throat> have you worked with the youth or does the city council do anything in, in pertaining to um, something that's connected with the youth for the city of Washington? No, uh, the only thing that I do is when some children is in, in problem with the court system, I give them so many, they give them so many hours to make, uh, carry them to the church to clean out the church. But we have anywhere from 20, 30 minutes, or whatever it takes, we sit down and talk about what you're going to do from here. What did you do wrong? Mm -hmm. How can you do better? Mm -hmm. What kind of problems did you put on your mom? Mm -hmm. Some said none. I said, yes, you did. She might not be saying anything, but she got a problem. She can't work on a job and worry about you, too. Okay. Now, just, just just give me a list of things that you helped accomplish in Washington in these 17 years. It's got to be a lot. Give us at least four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> so they so people will know. Wow, they know that, you know, Councilman Brooke had his, you know, hand in well, that. I, 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 uh, I, I don't look at it as me doing it. I look at it as we as a group doing mm -hmm. things here in Washington because... I don't want to pat myself on the back. I want to pat us on the back. Right. Because it's got to have three or more to get something done. And I, I try not to keep a record of, of, of what I do. If I happen to think of it at that time, mm -hmm. then that's good. If I don't, I just want to be there to help people to make it another day. I don't want people to work on the job and they're so tired when they get home that they can't concentrate and do something at home when that causes conflict at home. I want our uh, employees not to be scratched out mm -hmm. with a job because they need help. That's one thing that really bothers me is, because I know about it, that if they're scratched out on the job, they're gonna have problems at home. Right. So we need, we don't need to put so much on them to be scratched out, plus to be going to the doctor then they become a risk because they've been out sick a lot. And we don't want to put pressure on them so that they will have problems, won't be able to work and give the city a good day's work. Okay. So um, it's a park that you guys are working on now and the um, police the park, station? The park and police station and the flooding. And the flooding. We had already put in a grant for the flooding, uh, another portion of it. And I think that we should work on getting grants and work on part by part until we get it all done. 
if we go in debt and get 50 or 75 million dollars worth of money to fix all the draining around here, mm -hmm. pretty soon the tax is going to have to go up. Mm -hmm. We got people that's making less than $20,000 a year. Some of them is living right at the edge now. Mm -hmm. And you throw another 25 or $30 at them, right. or either $100 at them, when they're paying $400 for taxes, they're paying $500 next year, or you're six. Mm -hmm. They wind up losing the house. To me, we have failed. Mm -hmm. We don't need to put our citizens in a place where they'll lose what they got. And uh, again, another thing that I am seeing the perspect the perception of the wisdom, mm -hmm. you know, and not just looking at thing one sided, but it's like you know, and your decision making is is examining debt, the height, the length, the what, you know, how is it going to affect one side of the town versus the other side of the town, or those just middle class versus those that are, you know, low income. It's like you're trying to see if there is a balance in in what we're doing, and mm -hmm. if you don't feel that it is, then you 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 stand on that decision, right. correct? Yeah. Now, um, in closing, because we're getting to, to the end, what would you want to say to the people of Washington um, to get them to come out or what you would want them to know about you as a councilman? Well, as a councilman, I want you to know that I'm fair um, and I believe in doing what's right. I believe in doing things better the next day than I did the day before. Um, and I and I wanted to, to to know that when I'm making a decision, I'm thinking about you. Uh, I can't think of myself because everybody's not in the same financial situation. Uh, we had people wanted to uh, get a job, get to run some uh, a company here. First thing I asked them, how are you going to give the man a job? They don't have any education. Mm -hmm. Some of them can do a job, but they don't have education. I've seen a man cut a piece of wood, angle wood, without using a square, and put it up there and it fit. But he don't have education. So we have to look at everybody when we bring a job in, not just a high-tech job, but one way in, a man is making less than $20,000 a year, make it so he can make more money a year. Because of he can do the job. Some people, you put it down before them, show them a diagram, they can get it. Mm -hmm. And and I think we shouldn't leave them up. Mm -hmm. And I would strongly appreciate those that would vote for me. Mm -hmm. Not because of you think I'm going to do right. I'm going to do right with your help. Mm -hmm. I can do a good job by myself, but I can do a better job with your help. And P and and once um, you say once a month when the council members meet that anyone can come out right because right. right. I don't know if people really realize that yeah anybody can come out and you can bring what your concerns are um, about things around Washington or you just really go to listen you can go at, at six o'clock or before you have comments from the public okay okay um, uh, what else did I want to ask you right quick. Um, well, how do you normally uh, celebrate once it's over and you've won? Once the voting is over? Mm-hmm. 
you won 17 years, so I don't know. Do you switch up the celebrations? Like, I'm just going home, you going to sleep. I mean, have there been some differences in the way? Well, I always think about what can I do this time? What can I do to to make uh, Washington better than, than it was yesterday? How can I talk to the man that uh, have a problem with maybe the law enforcement or maybe with someone that worked with the city? How can I help connect those two? My job is not only going down and see how much money we can spend, how much money we can save. My job is to communicate with the citizens of Washington. And I try my best to communicate. You can listen to people, but do you hear them? Mm -hmm. Sometimes people, when you're telling them something, they're so busy to answer, you don't hear the full conversation. Mm -hmm. And if you hear the full conversation, you find out how to uh, settle that problem. Mm -hmm. But if you don't hear them, just listen. Mm -hmm. Then, I mean, you hear them, but you don't really listen to what they're saying. Then you don't ever get together what they want. Mm -hmm. And are, are you speaking from where council uh, members need to listen to us as people or people uh, need to also listen to, or is it vice versa? Is that what you mean? See, we're working for the people. Mm -hmm. We need to listen. Mm -hmm. They have problems, mm -hmm. and sometimes they know how to fix a problem. But if you don't listen to them, you can't get it fixed. Okay? And they'll tell you how to fix it. Okay? Sometimes they just want to talk. And sometimes I have seen people turn people off. I don't want to talk about that. No, you're working for them. You need to listen. Right. Sometimes they need to talk to you just to get the burden off their back. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. And is it, what would you feel like one of the biggest reasons why people won't or don't turn out at the council meetings? Sometimes because uh, they think that what they say don't count. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's something that, how can I say that, man? It's something that they're deeply involved in. That is why they go down there. And then if they're not involved in it, I don't, I don't need to go down there. Y'all want to do what you want to do. And see, that's the mindset that you, that you don't, you want people to know what you're, what you have to say counts. And right. just don't jump that what we're going to do, what we're going to do, still come talk, still bring it out. Because what you bring out might be what might make a, a difference in something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's just like an airplane, mm -hmm. okay? All the airplanes is falling, but it's one little mechanism that's calling them to fall. Mm -hmm. They might have an idea that calls whatever idea we got to work, mm -hmm. but we don't know it if you don't say anything. Do you feel like enough minorities go out and vote for city council and mayors? We know the voting, uh, you know, when it comes to presidential, but as far as the mayor in a sense of city council elections, do you feel like it's enough people that really go out and vote for these? Would you love to see the numbers higher? I'd love to see the number higher. If you don't participate in something, then you won't see a change. Then you won't let that person that you voted for that I'm backing you, but I want you to do what's right. Mm -hmm. You see, and and sometimes um, people's have a I, I, what I, I don't know how to explain it. I guess 
over time that people have said things about they do what they want to do, why should I go down there? And they just got, it's just like the policeman. They just got a stigma about them and, mm -hmm. and they just keep on going. Somebody need to stop the boat and say, look, that's no good. Mm -hmm. we're, we're in 2009, it's 1900, what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Let's do better. Mm -hmm. Well, I really thank you for allowing me to interview you on this evening. I've learned a lot. I've, I, I didn't know you've been on the board for 17, uh, 17 times, mm -hmm. <laughs> 17 years, mm -hmm. minus two that uh, you did three. three. What happened was when somebody moved to be the mayor, I mean the manager, they called me back to sleep to fill his slot. Okay. All right. And then they told me, said, how was it said? Oh, you're going to run next year? I said, yeah, I'm going to run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, just getting things, um, helping with things such as the parks and the police station. You have your hands in the Boys and Girls Club also? No, no, okay. I don't. Uh, the only thing I went on there one day was sit and talk for for a meeting that they had over there, mm -hmm. just looking around. Um, and just hearing your fairness about how you came about with the bus company. And you could be home watching your favorite show, you know, having dinner with your feet up, you know. But you have this here as a place for people to be able to travel, tourism, or back and forth to get from point A to point Z. Um, there's facilities that if ladies, or especially ladies, so men can prepare to take care of themselves, mm -hmm. go to the restroom, you know, like you said, that you stay till, uh, or you have someone that's here mm -hmm. until closing, so. Um, to the bus pick them up. To the bus pick them up, okay. So um, I just appreciate your time, I appreciate uh, what I've learned. Um, it seems as though uh, a lot of people around here respect you for your honesty, your loyalty, um, your fairness. And uh, I like that your head is on strong, that it's not so much um, a inferior, a inferiority or a, um, you're standing on what's right. Mm -hmm. Even if it means you're the odd person to the side. You, you just influence a persuasiveness to now go this way now nope if you don't feel like it's right mm -hmm. you won't do it and i appreciate you for that okay, so um best wishes on uh the election and i thank you for spending this time with me mm -hmm. uh any last words to your listeners no just uh be sure to get out and vote for me and uh, pray for me and my wife and family uh, that we'll stay together and and still work for you all right. Thank you so much, Councilman Richard Brooks. All right, listeners, you guys have heard this um, podcast, and I hope that you will take the time to consider um, him for your ballot. And until next time, this is Angela Maria with Talk It Up. All right.